K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Gary Ross. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Friday TGIF to you and yours for we and ours. We're glad you're here. Ah, oh, the uh, the great storm of 2022 is on its way, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, everything's getting canceled and moved and, and rearranged and all of that stuff. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll tell you about all the all the tweaks to our our programming here at ESPN Central Texas in a, in a few minutes. But uh, we welcome you into the program and we say good morning to Ward White's Ward White's. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? Outstanding. Ready to go? Yes. Interesting day in sports yesterday, wasn't it? Love it. Take two and hit it to right. Mm-hmm. You excited about baseball, Ward? No. You're not back on board? No. I'm wearing my Ranger t-shirt. Do you see, boys? I'm wearing my oh, Ranger he's, t-shirt. he's pumped. He's ready. It is time to go. Ugh. Spring training. It's Ugh. here. See, that's what I was curious. When this happened, I was like, is Ward oh. still, is he going to hold strong? Nope. Yep. Good. All right. So Stick all those. It, Ward. Uh, you, when we get all those Ranger tickets to give away, hey, old Ward's not going to get to go. I mean, he doesn't like it. We'll find him. Look, some, you, we we'll, know what Ward drives. He can get up there if he wants. <laughs> he got the money. He wants to go see the Rangers. He can go. <laughs> you saying he's got plenty of smack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Now that you mention that, I mean, who, who can afford to drive those kind of vehicles? Not me and you. Come on, man. <laughs> no different. <laughs> We're already getting hit up on the CNC collision. By the way, good morning, Garrett. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Did you watch some basketball yesterday? I watched a lot of basketball yesterday. I did, too. It was nice. I did, too. I was watching the Texas TCU game uh, at my desk <laughs> and working yesterday. So it was uh, well, That was an interesting game. Yeah, I mean, definitely a tell of two has with that one. Um, you know, it, look, but that's a microcosm of the Texas basketball season. Didn't we talk about that yesterday? Yeah. You don't know who you're getting. They score 40 in the first half and 20 in the second half. I mean, that's March. They collapsed. It, exactly. They collapsed. No other way to put it. And that's a team that needed to do, uh, I think, you know, if they wanted to move up, that was a team that, that needed to get a W. I don't yep. know that you know. So did TCU. I no no no. I get it. Both of those were were were. They're both clearly in, but they. I think if they wanted to move, I think what was Texas on the four line, and TCU on a seven or eight. Uh, I think that's right. I bet TCU moves up and Texas goes down. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Now, the question is, does. You know, we all sat here yesterday and said, doesn't matter. Baylor's cl- Baylor is clear and clean on the one line. Do we all still believe that? I I do in a way, but, I mean, look, you never know with this committee. You I just know. don't. I think their resume speaks I think for they itself. should be a one. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm not changing my mind one bit. Now, does it change? Does it take them from the south to the east or something like that? That's what we're seeing. And, yeah, we're starting to see there are one seed in the east. Now, I'll say this to you guys, and we'll talk about it a little later on, 
and I want you to think about this, would you rather be a one seed in the East or a two seed in the South where you never leave the state of Texas? Think about it. If you're a two seed in the South, you could play two games in Fort Worth and two games in San Antonio. And isn't it the way that it's – now, I know we have upsets and all that good stuff, but the way that it's it's formulated, isn't one supposed to play two anyway? Technically. So, does it matter if you're a one or a two? I don't think it does. And, and that's what I've been saying, you know, this whole time with in regards to both Baylor and Kansas. I don't think either one – I think they're both deserving of a one seed. One of them, I feel like it's going to get a two, but it doesn't matter in my opinion. They're both they they have the track records. They have the teams they can make a run if they want. Baylor, I'm still kind of apprehensive about, especially with Kendall getting nicked up last night. But I don't really think it matters for either one of those teams. Your early, your first couple of games, Ward, you know, one sixteen, two fifteen. They're both those are games you're supposed to go win anyway, isn't it? I mean, yeah. many, there's been there's been what one sixteen beat a one before. I no, mean, I think there's been two now. Two. There's two. Yeah. Okay, so in the entire but, but, history, yeah, I mean, come on, you're supposed to win that game. Yeah, you're you're right, you are. But it happens. Oh, I, I get it. I mean, anything can happen. They all start zero zero. Uh so does it matter to you whether you're a one or a two? Um, now, I think there's a difference between a one and a four, or one and a you know because of who you play. But is there a different, a whole lot of difference between a one and a two? I I think the region matters more than the seeding matters. So do yes. I. That's what and I'm. And so if 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 Philadelphia is a better path to, you know, the elite eight or the final four. I, I think I'd choose Philadelphia. I don't care where I'm, if I'm playing on Mars. Yep, I don't care. I get that. I I to and I I totally get that. But they always talk about how the crowd affects a game, particularly in basketball. And I'm sitting here thinking if if I've got an opportunity to play two games in Fort Worth, two games in San Antonio, to get to New Orleans, I think that's the path I want. Whether I'm a one or whether I'm a two. I don't know, as man. opposed to I going to Philadelphia. I, I, I think if 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 I look at that bracket and I go, hmm, I stack up pretty well against these teams. I, I'm I'm satisfied. I don't care. Again, if I'm playing on Mars, I'm okay. You know, if you turn around and you look up and you're the one seed, and you know Gonzaga or somebody's, a, you know, which they're not gonna be, but you know, look right now in the South, they got Duke as the number two seed. I mean, do you do you want to go through Duke right now? No, I mean, they look, you got St. Mary's thrown in there as well. And yeah, that's I, not easy either. You know, they're you know they've knocked off Gonzaga. Um, North Carolina's playing pretty good right now. We saw what they were able to, how they were able to ruin uh, Coach. Who are Kays. the two seeds? Give me the two. The two seeds. seeds. Okay, so in the South you got Duke. In the West you have Wisconsin. In the East, you have Kentucky. Kentucky, and then in um, was this the Midwest? You have Auburn. So they're all good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But the path, the path yeah. in the East is significantly easier. Yeah. It, right it, now. It, the way it, it's right, right now at this moment. Yeah, and that's according to those the the bracketologists. We again how how the and as Ward pointed out before we went on the air, how the how the committee lays it out, who knows? I mean that that may be close, that may not even be remotely close. Mm-hmm. Uh it you know, that's what Ken Palm and in Lenardi and those guys think 
what does the the actual committee think? And and that's a great point. Your path. I'm just sitting there thinking. I was thinking about it last night. Do I want to? get on a plane and go to Philadelphia where I have very few fans or do I want a packed house at Dickie's and a packed house down in San Antonio? And I think for me, I want a packed house. I think it can affect the game. Scott Drew talks about it all the time. He talks about it all the time, how fans can affect the outcome of a game. Yeah, but I don't know if necessarily you're going to get a true home court advantage in this tournament. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you can't in some areas. If you're in Fort Worth, yeah, 90 miles away, and you got a but you huge, think okay, but say if you're squared up with Arizona, Arizona's going to travel. You're not going to have that's not going to be a home court advantage. I don't care. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. I don't I, think so. Hundred percent will. I don't be. believe. I don't so think either. so. Uh, well, again, I guarantee you, there's your your alumni base in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex compared to your uh, Arizona alumni base in the Dallas Fort Worth. Just Metroplex. because they're there, doesn't mean they can get a People ticket. Travel. Well, they'll get a ticket, okay. and they'll be. I guarantee you, you'll have a ton more fans. In, in in Fort Worth than you would if you were in Philadelphia. And I, I, I think that would be a home court advantage. And and that's why the, that's why the, the NCAA does a lot of that. You're going to have two Texas teams, whether they're in the south or whether they're in the east, you're going to have two Texas teams, two Big 12 teams probably, yeah, in, in Fort Worth because at, of attendance. But look at this. Okay, if, if right now if you're in the south, you're going to have Arizona, that's a fan base, a basketball fan base that travels. North Carolina, basketball fan base that travels. Duke, basketball fan base that travels. It's not going to matter. That's to San Antonio. They may not be in Fort Worth. I mean, remember, you've got two locations for each region. So Yeah, I mean, right now they've got Baylor, North Fork, Memphis, Seton Hall, Kansas, Long Beach, uh, Marquette, and Murray State in Fort Worth. There you go. Don't tell me that wouldn't be a, a, a pro Baylor crowd in Fort Worth. Uh, again, now we're going to find out on Sunday night. What is it? What'd you say, Ward? Five o'clock? Yeah. Five o'clock for the men and seven o'clock for the women. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of the women, they open at 1 30 today. Uh, One o'clock for the pregame here on ESPN Central Texas. We got a lot to get to. Baylor basketball. We're going to talk some Cowboy football today. As we mentioned, baseball's back. I know everybody's smiling and happy. (laughs) Ward is too deep down inside here. You could tell deep down inside. He is is doing everything he can do not to smile right now. The the cut, the fresh cut grass, the the well-manicured ballpark. There's nothing more prettier in this world than a, a natural field, natural grass field that's just been chalked and ready for pre for for the game, and then they water the the infield down, set for a hundred yards with hash marks. There's nothing more prettier than that, and and then and then you'll uh, then you have a you, you got a ballpark ready to go, and he knows that he it's eating him up inside trying to. I mean, no. he's biting his lip, he's it quivering over there. You see him quivering? Not bothering me. <laughs> he's quivering. <laughs> I want to see how long this lasts. He's a quiver. <laughs> Not bothering me. <laughs> All right. 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. It is 7-11 here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're going to check out your weather forecast this morning. And our weather is brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out today at NietzscheGroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Heavy coat needed today as we've got a winter weather advisory to the northwest of Waco, Temple, and Colleen, and all of central Texas under a wind advisory. Very, very windy today. It'll be cloudy with periods of rain mixed with sleet, even some light snow, especially to our northwest. Temperatures by 5 p.m. falling into the low to mid-30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on the john moore show chris level our guest texas tech sports network has this year been seems like more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the big 12 a thousand percent yeah i i feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls i feel like every night is a rock fight because i think teams are struggling to score it, it, because the defenses are so good John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked, uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Shipments of unique one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at appaloosa trading post rodeo pond check out their living room dining room and bedroom sets buffets hall trees sofas end tables and sectionals from steve silver this heavy duty furniture is built to last and it's priced to move financing is available apply today by texting 16118 to 22462 it's the world's best western store appaloosa trading post rodeo pond 3101 north robinson drive in waco and on facebook We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tomlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Seven fifteen. welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Talk a little Baylor basketball this morning. Uh, Bears uh, drop a 72-67 to decision to the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, it started off, the, I mean, it, they were sluggish early. And then they kind of got things going. And then to start the second half, they were slug. Uh, Oklahoma just came out on fire. And, and Oklahoma gets the win. I, I I don't know how you guys felt, but I, I felt like Baylor lacked a little energy. Uh, I, I thought there was some – the excitement level from Oklahoma was just nuts. Uh, th- they knew that they needed wins. And, look, they played better. They did. They, they played better. Well, they're playing for their tournament life. No, no, exactly, exactly, and they played better. Uh, worst three-point shooting night of the season for Baylor: three of twenty-two, three of twenty-two. Uh, and, and 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 here's a guy in Adam Flagler. I mean, he he can drain it from the time he he steps off the bus, and he just had one of those nights, guys. He was one of ten. Uh, from the field, including 0 for 6 from three-point land. I mean, I, I think just fatigue. A, from what? Their, their roster is short. These guys, I mean, they, and they've been yeah. banged they up. They haven't played in several days. I, I don't care. I, I mean, They're they, not tired. I think they are. And that's why I said this is a, you know, this would be a perfect storm for them to get knocked out in the first round so they can get their legs back under these. They're tired. They they've got they've had a small rotation and they they play defense mm-hmm. so well that wears you out that makes your legs tired three or four days is not enough to get them back underneath you I don't think so either and I mean you it was obvious last night and then you know when you in the second half there Kendall kind of gets banged up and at that moment that was a scary moment. I was like Ooh. dude throw in the towel like just just go home rest up it, it's and obviously you're not going to do that because you're playing the game but. I mean, it was Oklahoma's night. I don't think it could have worked out any better. No, absolutely. This is the best thing that happened to Baylor, in my opinion. At the end of the day, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I I, I felt like I just, I don't know. I I don't, I I didn't, I just thought they were kind of lethargic a little bit coming out. Now, Jerome Tang talked with John Morris and and Pat Nunley after the game. You have to give Oklahoma credit. They uh, played like a team on a mission that had a purpose and a plan. Uh, we always say that the hungry dog eats first, and they were hungrier than us to start the half, the, the, to start the game, and then they were hungrier than us to start the second half. And um, so you have to give them, their staff, just their players credit for what they did. They beat us tonight. Yeah, they're shooting. I mean, uh, you guys needed some stops down the stretch. More often than not this year, you've been able to come up with those stops. Just couldn't really dig in and get those. Well, you know, the the recipe for an upset is when you let the other team 
the lower seeded team make 10 or more threes. And, you know, their best three-point shooter, Moja Gibson, went one for five. But the rest of their guys, you know, went 10 for 16. Yeah. Right? So you, they had guys that stepped up and made shots. And that's, that's what you got to have in these types of situations. And they did it. And, and we give them the credit. For example, Jacob Groves. Whew. He, he played 30, 30, uh, nearly 31 minutes. He was 5 of 7 from the field, including 3 for 5 from three-point land. He scores 50 points. That's a career high. He had a career night on a night where they needed they needed that, mm-hmm. and, and they got it. And, and you know what? Tip your hat. to When a guy steps up and does that, you tip your hat. So now Baylor comes home today, uh, and they wait till Sunday night to find out are they a one seed? Are they a two seed? We all agree there's no way they're anything lower than no, a two no, no. seed. No. And in all likelihood, they're a one seed. Again, are they going to the south? Are they going to the east? Uh, you know, and we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But it was just a, just a bad, you know, it, it, it started bad and it never really got better. No, I think Oklahoma did a good job of just, when they, when they emptied out from down low, Baylor's defense had no adjustment for that. When Baylor went to a press and started pressing yeah. all over the place, uh, that, on a few possessions, that worked. I mean, and, and they got, but then Oklahoma figured that out and, and went. And I thought Oklahoma played great. I know that the, the announcers kept talking about how Oklahoma was spreading the floor offensively, but I also thought Oklahoma played really, really well defensively. There wasn't a ton of clean looks. You know, we were talking about Baylor being, what, three of 22 from three-point land. I just don't think there was a ton of clean looks for Baylor. I thought Oklahoma played terrific defense. No, they did. They, they did. I mean, Baylor couldn't get anything established. They completely took them out of their rhythm. Uh, but we kind of knew this going in. Oklahoma needed this. They were on the bubble. They're still on the bubble. And I feel like if they, they have to win today – against Tech to get into the tournament. And, you know, we talked about yesterday TCU being the hot team. Right now, Oklahoma's kind of showing that maybe it's them instead of the Frogs. What is that, four mm-hmm. or five in a row? It's uh, – Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, you go back – I think if you go back and look, and maybe we can pull it up, uh, I think they won four or five in a row now. And, look, they're – you know, that was that was a – that was they they need quality wins. They need RPI wins. Ward, as you mentioned just a minute ago, and – that was that was that was a huge one for them, uh, and they've got some quality wins. They've just got some bad losses to go with those quality wins. So uh, they're clearly sitting on the bubble. Uh, it, it, look for Baylor four in a row, four in a row. Okay, uh, there you go. Baylor's nine game winning streak in neutral side and tournament games uh, gone. Baylor also had its eight game winning streak against Oklahoma snapped, and you knew that was going to happen. Uh, you, you'd beat them twice in the regular season. Uh, you know, Baylor's now 38-3 against unranked teams over the last two years. It's pretty good. Not bad. Not <laughs> it's bad. It's pretty good. Uh, look, it, it was the Big 12 tournament. We, we said it for a week that I didn't think, and I still don't believe that there was a whole lot that they could accomplish other than I think Scott said it was a bucket list item. They wanted to go play well and, and win the tournament. They didn't play particularly well. And now they're coming home to wait and see where they go NCAA tournament-wise. So is the tournament wide open, or is this Kansas's tournament to to lose? Uh, I, I still think it's wide open. 
I do. I mean, I it you know Kansas is is Kansas, and I get that. But I mean, look, TCU's still hungry. I mean, it that could be an upset today, um, with with TCU facing off against Kansas. And I don't, you know, I think Tech's kind of like Baylor. I don't think they have a whole lot to play for. They're kind of set where they are. And OU, you know, they still got their foot on the gas. They they you know they know that if they can go through and and get to the finals of this thing and have an opportunity to to play for a Big 12 championship, that helps them immensely uh, getting into the dance and and getting into a good slot in the dance. So um, I I think they have more to play for. So I, I, you know, if I'm I'm looking at Tech, I'm okay if they find a way back to Lubbock today. I I kind of feel like it might be Kansas to lose because you're gonna. I have a feeling you'll get past TCU. I'm not sure that Miles is gonna play. I mean, I mean he'll probably play, but you know what's he gonna after getting nicked up last night and having to lead the game a couple of times for TCU. I don't know how active he's gonna be today against Kansas. Um, but Oklahoma is hot. I, but I, right now, I still think it's probably Kansas to lose. And, and from TCU's perspective, all they're all they're wondering is what what line are they on? They, yeah. I mean, they're in. I mean, they're in. I mean, let's just. Cut to the chase. They're in. Uh, I, I like what – I don't know if you guys were watching much of it, uh, but uh, on, uh, on, on ESPN yesterday, they, they would have – they would go back to the studio, but they also had three guys that yeah, were – Yeah, on court. Yeah, in, in, including Coach Boynton from, from Oklahoma State. Fantastic it, it, job. It, I thought he did a remarkable job, and he had a great point. One of the guys said, there's an upset. He goes, hang on a second. He goes, there's favorites – in these games, but in this league, there are no upsets. Because his point was anybody can beat anybody on any given day or night because the league is that good and that deep. And right. I, I could not agree with him more. I mean, look, it, it, it's just the way it is this year. And, you know, that's why you got four or five teams with over 20 wins. And, you know, that's why you got teams that we're sitting here going, okay, they're bubble teams to get into the NCAA tournament. But would you want to play them? No, I mean, that's a bubble team that would be easily maybe a two or three seed in another conference. You know, so I think Big 12 bubble teams are a little different than bubble teams from other conferences across the nation. That that might be just a, a bias because that's what we cover and that's what I've had my eyes on for most of the year. But I don't I, think it is. I, I feel like that's Oklahoma as a bubble team compared to some other bubble team. That's two different animals. All right, uh, seven twenty-five. Here's a, a a quick note. Uh, Leon says, uh, w- "Was this a good loss for rest?" Yeah, uh, again, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking for rest, yes. But uh, you know, do you want to? You, you never, don't want to lose. But, but I mean, if you it's happen nothing, to, yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And also from the nine hundred three. In y'all's opinion, does the new MLB contract affect the Rangers and the Astros? And if so, how? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to understand all that stuff. We will have Jeff Wilson. Who, who covers the Rangers on at 8 o'clock, and we'll ask him how this affects the other uh, two Texas teams. And, and, and really, Major League Baseball in general, who won? Was the, uh, were, were the owners the winner or were the, or were the players the winner? And I think the players were probably the winner in this one. They certainly wore, were the winners in the court of public opinion. I don't think oh, there's yeah, any doubt about doubt. that. Wouldn't you, I know how closely you followed it, Ward. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I do. I agree that the players are, came out on top on this one for yep. the first time ever. So and that's a great point. Uh, Seven twenty-six, and, and, and we'll talk more about it coming up uh, in our next hour. But uh, uh, Nalissa Smith and the uh, Baylor women's basketball team at uh, one thirty today, taking on the Cowgirls of Oklahoma State. Baylor at twenty-five and five, Oklahoma State at nine and nineteen. 
This is stretch out your legs, get loose. Welcome to Oklahoma. <laughs> welcome to, to Kansas City before you play tomorrow, right? No, it is. But, I mean, look, I think Baylor's going to cruise. Um, I, I just, they're, they're playing at such a high level right now, man. It's going to be hard for anybody to, to knock them off. Yep. Oh, I agree. Uh, 727, let's talk to Kyle. Let, let's switch gears for a few minutes, and let's talk some Cowboy football with Kyle Yeomans. Let's do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, Television College Basketball Analyst. Is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be? Or are they better than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, They can guard. They can switch. Even their bids can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the, key, the, 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 the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guard, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard position, and we see that uh, being a problem. Right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like, things happen in the season. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
StarTex Propane has been servicing McClendon and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Baylor men lost their opening round game at the Big 12 postseason tournament to Oklahoma 72-67. They now wait to find out their March Madness seeding. The Baylor women start postseason play at 1.30 this afternoon against Oklahoma State. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. Kansas State is looking for a new men's basketball coach. Bruce Weber resigned at the end of his 10th season with the Wildcats. There will be Major League Baseball. The two sides came to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement. The full 162-game schedule will be played beginning April 7th. Baylor Baseball opens a home weekend series against Columbia today at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are brought to you in part by Goodfeet, VersaLift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and Big Boys Record. From the the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're talking a lot of basketball, as you might suspect. We'll talk some more coming up uh, a little later on in the program. Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune Herald is going to join us. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll dive back into what's going on with Baylor basketball and also uh, look ahead to the uh, Baylor baseball series with Columbia. The uh, game today, Ward, has it was originally scheduled for 6-15, then moved up to 3 o'clock. Now it's been postponed. They're going to play a doubleheader tomorrow. They anticipate some inclement weather this afternoon. Yeah, I kind of knew that was coming because everybody else is kind of doing the same thing around yeah. this area and, and certainly in the Metroplex because it's – it's already started up there and drifting down. So you, you never know, and it's better to be safe than sorry. And, look, it, it, if there's a chance of playing in 60-degree weather tomorrow or 30-degree weather tonight or this evening or this afternoon, for this early in the year especially, for your pitcher's sake, I, I'm going to push it back and play in the 60-degree weather because that's the worst thing you need is a is a pulled muscle or, or something for anybody on your team, but especially pitchers. It's, it's tough to get warmed up and – in 30-degree weather. Yep. So they'll play a, a doubleheader tomorrow that will begin at 2 o'clock. So it's a 145 warm-up on our uh, sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Not to mention your fans sitting out there freezing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so doubleheader tomorrow, single game on Sunday. And, uh, again, that, that those games could get moved over here if for some reason the uh, Baylor women's team doesn't win today. But – Man, oh man, I I kind of anticipate them uh, having their way with the uh, the cowgirls of Oklahoma State. So, look, I, I yeah, I, I yeah. honestly, I mean, if you want to go back to basketball for just a second, I think the Baylor women cruise through this whole tournament. They run, they run the table. I do. Yeah, and, I just and, think they're playing at such a high level that they could have an off night and still and still cruise. Right. And the good thing for them is, there's I don't think there's any doubt that they're going to play their first two games at the Ferrell Center. 
Now, oh, look, yeah, that's going to happen. You know, then most of the prognosticators have them going to Wichita uh, mm-hmm. a- after that. But the first two, they're going to get they're going to get right here in River City. Uh, so they should be in pretty good shape there. And again, uh, just kind of you know uh, watching this team and watching this team perform uh, from where they were two, maybe even three games into the conference race, and where they are today. It's it's pretty cool to see how this thing is has unfolded. All right, uh, just talking some football for just a second. Uh, you think there there was a conversation, and, and I, I think most people thought that Amari Cooper would not be wearing the star on the side of the helmet, but you think there's a possibility that, that the Cowboys could retain Amari Cooper. I do. And I keep mean, their receiving core intact. At least for a little bit right now. I mean, I, I don't think that it's a it's an emergency move for him right now. I think this move with Prescott and and and, and making some cap room with him and Williams. Zach Martin. And Zach Martin, mm-hmm. excuse me. I, I think that that gives them an opportunity to hang on to Amari Cooper for a little while and, and maybe move some money around for him and – maybe use a signing bonus with him and restructure that contract where he still gets his money, but it's, you know, not, it's not evolved with the cap right now. I think he's at 10 million. So I, I think that that's going to give them an opportunity to, to hang on to Amari Cooper for a little bit. And I think in my opinion, that's good for the Cowboys. All right. So is it, uh, is it Amari Cooper? Is it Randy Gregory? Is it Demarcus Lawrence? Who gets that money? RJ Ochoa from blogging the boys. Well, you know, um, I don't think it's any of them. I think uh, I think the Cowboys think that, you know, not that they're better than everybody or anything like that, but I think that they're they're committed to this idea that it, it just has to be done without them, that they have to make this purge. They have to make this sacrifice. They have to seek the holy salary cap space. And so I, I really fully believe that they're invested and in, in, no pun intended in moving on from Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. And I mean, so I suppose literally the money will go to, the likes of Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup, but um, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of wonder if that's robbing Peter to pay Paul when when Rob or Peter, excuse me, is, is maybe uh, maybe the better player on your team. It's it's a really awkward place the Cowboys have found themselves in. It feels like an alternate reality of sorts, kind of like um, like like the alternate 1985 that Marty and the Doc go back to and back to the future. Okay, let me just let me just ask, and I was thinking about this yesterday. If they don't have Amari Cooper on the roster. And they don't have Randy Gregory on the roster, and they don't have Demarcus Lawrence on the roster. How do you sell me that this could be a better team this this coming season than they were a year ago? I hope you're pretty dumb. That's that's the only way. I <laughs> well, mean, I am. I mean, <laughs> um, but I mean that's where none of their, you know, like in, I mean, it's in in the interest of full. You know, transparency. Obviously, none of these things have happened. You know, so that that is technically true. Um, but none of the things they are reportedly trying to do this season, just from a football standpoint, align. You know, like it, it would be one thing if if they all aligned, if they were completely and totally, you know, doing this, that, whatever, it, all in the name of one common goal. Then you could kind of understand where their their line of thinking was. You know, as an example, I, I don't think they should restructure Ezekiel Elliott's contract. I know we've talked about that before because then you marry yourself to him through the 2023 season. But if they were restructuring like crazy, if they restructured Amari and Tank and, and even deep to that point, that the alignment would clearly suggest, okay, they're creating as much salary cap space as possible while retaining as many players as possible. 
to sign as many, you know, key contributors as possible this season. Like that would all at least, you know, be directed towards one common theme. And nothing like that, you know, sits here. I mean, you know, they're, they're talking about moving on from two of their better players in a season that is so important, a season that is so critical, uh, in a season that their very head coach's fate is on the line. I mean, it's, it's it's hard not to buy into the conspiracy theories that you know they're they're setting Sean Payton up with a ton of cap space in 2023 because it, it kind of feels like they're doing that while hey if we somehow you know get lucky when the Super Bowl along the way we won't be upset um, it, it's just it's very very I can't think of an off season that was more difficult to to get a read on from them. How do they place Amari Cooper? Is it through the draft or is somebody already on the roster? I mean, I, I think they think it's Michael Gallup, um, and, and I love Michael Gallup. And, and what's really unfair, you know, to the likes of Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz is now, now they're charged with that. Now that's the expectation of them because of the way the Cowboys have handled it. you got to be Amari Cooper. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think, you know, they're probably hopeful that they can bring back Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson. Their, their line of thought seems to be we can bring them both for the same price it costs to keep Amari. Um, and, and, you know, while I get the, the X and Y of that, it isn't necessarily the same thing. Um, but, you know, I, if, you're, if you're bringing back Michael Gallup, that's, you know, that's a start. And, and maybe it is to the draft. Maybe Ohio State's Chris Olave falls to you at 24. But, but if that's the case, I mean, you have a lot of needs. You know, it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to create one um, when that pick could otherwise be spent elsewhere. I mean, it would really suck, for example – if Kenyon Green, the Texas A&M guard, is also there, and you have a massive need at left guard, so what do you do? I mean, you're you're effectively if you take Olave in this hypothetical, and now you're really missing out on a, on a future starting guard. If you take Kenyon Green, you're really hindering yourself a wide receiver, and so creating more needs ahead of the draft is uh, is a risky proposition. RJ, when you look at the NFL right now, there's obviously a power shift. Everybody going to the AFC. Russ is going to Denver. We see what Khalil Mack is now headed out there to the Chargers. Uh, does that with when you look at the path in the NFC now, it's going to be a little more easier. Obviously, the Packers are at the top. We still know the Rams are going to be at the top. But does that put more pressure on Dallas to need, you need to be successful now when you got a little easier road to uh, ahead? You would think. I mean, and you would think that they, you know, they love to say things like pressure is a privilege and stuff like that. You would think that they actually would feel a lack of pressure. I guess the pressure point, but they would feel like, okay, this is, you know, this is a lot easier than it used to be. And not only do they play in the weaker conference, to your point, they play in the weakest division of, of the weaker mm-hmm. conference. I mean, so so you can, you know, I, I don't know that you can maybe get there falling asleep, and, and maybe that's their plan. Maybe they feel like they really don't have to do much uh, to be a heavy hitter in, in the super mighty NFC. But I, I just, I don't see how you can't realize the precious opportunity that lies in front of you. And, and I think there's a bit of hubris and arrogance to that because it isn't always that way. At some point, you know, all of these teams or most of these teams will regress to the mean. I mean, you're seeing Seattle regress to the mean in the opposite way now with Russell Wilson being mine. I know they were, were bad last year, but, you know, the Giants, I, I hate to say the Giants are kind of getting their act together with Brian Dable. And, you know, I'm not necessarily afraid of the idea of Mitchell Trubisky, but, you know, Wink Martindale, they've got a really solid coaching staff. I mean, they're, they're no longer like this automatic two wins. I mean, Washington will be, thank God for that. But, I mean, you, you just you have to capitalize on your opportunities. And it seems like the Rams, in, in a larger way, have identified that, that purpose in life. But the Cowboys are fine to just kind of sit by because they know, you know, kind of to this point, like we don't have to do much uh, to get some caps and T-shirts and say NFC is champion. 
I like that. I want to go back to the receivers for just a second. When you look at the Cowboy receiving core, let's just go back to last season. And and I realize that Amari Cooper had some injuries and, and, and missed some games. Did the Cowboys look at Amari Cooper as their number one, or did they look at C.D. Lamb as the number one guy? I think it's, you know, I think they kind of had their eye on both at the same time, which is a problem. And I think that that's the only logic, if, if I use that word loosely, I support um, in releasing Amari, is that if you're not going to use him like a $20 million wide receiver, then, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't pay him $20 million. Now, you should use him like a $20 million wide receiver, but, you know, that's a different point. That's the way the Green Bay Packers use Devontae Adams or the Rams use Cooper Cup or whatever. And so I think, you know, when, when the Cowboys signed him out of this deal two years ago, it was very obvious that they created this opportunity to make a choice between him and Michael Gallup in the 2022 offseason. That was before they landed C.D. Lamb in the draft. That happened just a couple of months later. And so, I mean, at training camp, y'all remember the buzz? It was C.D.'s taking off. C.D., this is the year. C.D.'s breaking out. C.D.'s becoming the alpha. And I think everybody wanted that to happen because that would have been convenient. That, that would have really, really set you up well to say, all right, C.D. became the number one, we can cut Amari, we can bring back Michael Gallup, whatever, and we'll be fine. That didn't happen. And so, I mean, I, I think that Amari sort of was the number one by nature in that regard, but but I think that they would have loved for it to have. I mean, CD led the team in receiving yards, so I think maybe they would tell you he was number one. They'll certainly tell you in a week after they, they cut Amari Cooper if that happens. But, I mean, I, I think that it was clear and obvious to anybody who watched last season that the best receiver on the team still was Amari. Lyle Collins, is he on his way out on the trade block? And what does that do to this offensive line with there already being maybe the biggest need on this team? That's the one move that I'm not ready to, like, smash the glass and, and hit the panic button over. And, and I live, you know, over that button, uh, to be very clear. But, you know, Lyle has really, really lost the, the trust and the faith of coaching staff. I think people forget he missed all of the 2020 season because he showed up to camp out of shape. And so that really, really hurt the Cowboys. And obviously, you know, Tyron Smith missed most that season and Dak got hurt. And, and you know, the whole world uh, fell apart as far as the Cowboys team was concerned. But, you know, that was a tough situation. Then he comes back and right away, boom, you know, it's suspended for five games after the season opener. And so, I mean, is he a, a talented player? Certainly in, in a vacuum. And I, I can understand feeling like it, it doesn't make sense to move on from him, but that's a hard thing to reason. That's a hard. How can you trust that? How can you, you know, rely on that on, on a week-to-week basis? How can you plan on? You already have such a question mark with Tyron Smith in a totally different way. Is he going to stay healthy? Is he going to survive this season? And so you, you just can't have that loosey-goosey nature along your offensive line. And so I, this is one of those like get out a year too early as opposed to waiting a year too long. And so in that sense, I'm fine with that. They they really did kind of stumble into a nice you know tackle option in Terrence Steele two years ago. So I think they've prepared themselves. However, tackle depth is a rare luxury in the NFL, and they happen to have that right now. Final thought for you, uh, RJ. A lot of off-the-field issues with the Cowboys in in this offseason with Rich Dalrymple and now Jerry Jones' situation. Does that have any effect of on how the Cowboys – go through their offseason and how the front office operates with all of the off-the-field stuff going on? You know, I mean, I don't know that it has. And, I mean, this is just my, you know, outsider's opinion in that sense. Obviously, I'm not, you know, within the Jones' brain trust. But I don't know that it has the, the impact that, you know, maybe if, if, you know, five, six people are, are gathering around the bar kind of speculating on it. I don't know that it has that same impact. But I don't know how it doesn't have any. I mean, these are incredibly serious, incredibly awful 
um, you know, incredibly immoral things that the Cowboys are alleged to have done. And so, I mean, I don't know if that doesn't eat at you as a person, just in a general sense, but these are the people who are, you know, like think, think about when you have anything going on in mind, even if it's positive, I mean, your, your attention isn't always on work and, you know, their work is kind of critical and, and they're kind of already not good at it. And so I don't know how um, it wouldn't impact it in that sense. I also, I mean, this is a really awful, awful look. I mean, just collectively for the Cowboys. And they're supposed to be this, like, pristine diamond Tiffany brand NFL team. And so I don't know how the perception doesn't change. And I feel like, you know, I think people have been so apathetic about the team. And that, that's something I feel very confident. I can't, I definitely can't think of a time in my lifetime that Cowboys fans have cared less about, you know, their, the state of their team. Now, they, they care. They'll, they'll come back. But I truly feel like they believe, you know, this is just part of my fall. You know, I go take the, the pumpkin photos with my wife because she drags me there, and I, I root for the Cowboys on Sunday. So that's it. Like, I, I know that there's a silliness on this. And I think that they are all ashamed. I think there's a level of shame and embarrassment in, in a totally different, you know, sector of ways with this team. And so I certainly think it has an impact in that sense. RJ, what are you working on for blogging the boys? Free agency is next week, so um, you know I'm doing my best to sleep as much as I can now, um, and 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 prep all of the you know prepping meals. You know what I mean? I'm going to need some like quick snacks and things like that. Nothing that gets my fingers dirty, so I can keep um, keep my keyboard clean. Uh, but uh, but just kind of planning our coverage. We'll have some live shows, and, and we've got a tracker up at our site with every report and rumor that you see. Um, you know, we're and kind of kind of battening down the hatches. It feels like we're prepping for a hurricane with as far as Cowboys fans are concerned, like boarding up the windows because when they do, if that happens, release Amari and release Demarcus Lawrence, and when they don't hire or sign anybody big time, it will be very, very frustrating. And then the worst of it will come when they make their first free agent signing and it's some third level tier guy who nobody's <laughs> ever heard of. That, that, part, that poor player is going to get so dragged. Uh, you know it's coming. Hey, RJ, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That's RJ Achua from Blocking the Boys. He's right. <laughs> it's a 749, 11 away from 8. Hey, don't forget, uh, guys, if you've got a birthday, anniversary, or any kind of holiday, or just whatever, and you need a gift, well, the place to go is Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store for every occasion since 1979. You could choose from uh, just almost anything. John Hart leather goods, Consuelo uh, purses and bags and things of that nature. Uh, but key rings, candles, jewelry, uh, commemorative Waco things that that uh, that are in there. That's that's always kind of a cool deal. You and, and of course they offer free gift wrapping and uh, and free delivery. And you know, look. If if you're if you're in need of a gift, particularly and you're kind of in a hurry, you just you just go in there and you tell Sally, hey, it, it, or anybody else that's in there for that matter, hey, need a little help. Don't know what I want, but here's what I want to do. And the next thing you know, you're gonna have four or five things to choose from, and they'll say, what about this? What about? And you pick one. Next thing you know, it's wrapped. It's beautiful, and you walk out the door and you go, man, I did a great job. When really you didn't do anything, they did it all for you. But that's the cool thing. They'll do it for you, and they like doing it for you. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. They're next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. It is Morrison's Gifts, and you tell them that we sent you by. Baylor Baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and Columbia this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Now a doubleheader Saturday at 2, a single game Sunday at 3. The games on 1330 AM and 93.9 FM. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here 
on ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. StarTex Propane has been servicing McLennan and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and online at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. NeighborWorks Waco wants to be your trusted source on your journey to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco has helped thousands of home buyers in the Waco area purchase a home, and they can assist you as well. Not enough money for a down payment or your credit needs improving in order to get the best loan? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that will open the door to home ownership for you. Call 254-752-1647 or come by their offices at 922 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Baylor men lost their opening round game at the Big 12 postseason tournament to Oklahoma 72-67. They now wait to find out their March Madness seeding. The Baylor women start postseason play at 1.30 this afternoon against Oklahoma State. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. Kansas State is looking for a new men's basketball coach. Bruce Weber resigned at the end of his 10th season with the Wildcats. There will be Major League Baseball. The two sides came to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement. The full 162-game schedule will be played beginning April 7th. Baylor Baseball opens a home weekend series against Columbia today at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 754, six away from eight. Guys, you know one thing we haven't done is we haven't talked a lot of high school basketball this week. Uh, we didn't have a Central Texas team that uh, qualified for, for San Antonio, but uh, 
in, in the state championship. But they got started yesterday, didn't they, Garrett? Yeah, you got started yesterday. Uh, you had the 1A games, the 3A games, and the 5A games take place. Uh, the first game of the day was Calvert and Gradford. Uh, this was a really tight game. Gradford was able to edge out Calvert 32-30. to 30. Really? Yeah, I mean, this was one that went back and forth. A lot of defense. Calvert has a kid. That is really talented. He's going to go play at Oklahoma State. I mean, he's solid. They, they have a lot of size. That's what was, oh, was a little surprising. Yeah. I mean, there was some length on that Calvert team. Yeah, they're big, man. And then, so uh, the second game in 1A was Tex Line. They're always in the mix. And Erion County, they are as well. Both of those teams were 33-3. and Tex Line was able to get the win 58-42 uh, to over Erion County. So now the state championship for the 1A is going to be Gratford versus Tex Line. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, in Class 3A, we had a couple of usual suspects uh, come out with wins. You had Dallas Madison get the win over Wichita Falls City View, 69-62. And then San Antonio Cole got a win over Hitchcock. We know Hitchcock was able to uh, come. They had a good run here in Midway um, in their uh, uh, regional tournament. Was it regional? I think it was a regional tournament. Yeah, it yeah, was. It was. It was. Uh, so we know Hitchcock was really good, 31-5 team. Who's Cole, the most famous alum to come out of San Antonio's Cole High School? The the second greatest LSU basketball player, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> there you go. And then in 5A, you had Beaumont United. Wait a minute. How is he the second best? Because Pistol, Pistol Pete, Pete, baby. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Big Ben Simmons. No, he's awful. <laughs> um, 5A, you had Beaumont United and Dallas Kimball. Uh, obviously, we know what, if you aren't aware, Dallas Kimball had a player. A gun went off in his bag. Unfortunate situation there. Um, struck a, a student manager in the ankle. She's fine. He he's was got, not able to play. He's got felony he's charges. Felony charges. He's arrested. Uh, and look, I, and I, you could you could shape this up as as you want to. I was kind of on the fence. Should Kimball play? Should they not? But. And I can see it both ways. I just hate for those kids. I'm glad they got, they got out there and the other kids had an opportunity to play. You'd hate to see their season go down the drain. Ward, I know this one made you happy. Mansfield Timberview over Bernie Champion, 55-43. to 43. So now you're going to have Beaumont United and Mansfield Timberview play for the 5A state championship. That's a great matchup. That is going to be a phenomenal game. Did you see the pullover the, the Beaumont United fans had? Yes. It said, uh, back to state without recruited player, or we didn't recruit. It was something of that. It was a shot at Dallas Kimball. It was hilarious. Um, but today, we're going to have games. You're going to have 2A, 4A, and 6A. And uh, that's going to get underway this morning. You'll have Lipan, 38-0, taking on Mumford. The Indians. Um, woo, they're good, man. They're, they're good. Yeah, their men's Undefeated. and their women's teams yeah. are always there. Them, always Snook, there. Nazareth, they're yeah. always – well, Snook's not no more, but Nazareth, they were and always And those are programs mix. that don't play football, Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you have Lipan and Mumford, and then Clarendon and uh, LaPointer. They're going to play in the second game this morning. Uh, Class 4A, you're going to have Oak Cliff Faith Academy taking on Silsby. And then you'll have Bernie. Oh, Bernie, man. Both of their teams going this far champion yeah. at Bernie, huh? That's wild. Bernie and Wichita Falls Hirsch. And Wichita Falls had two of them as well. Uh, then you're going to have in 6A, Austin Westlake and McKinney. 38-1 Austin Westlake. They are a freaking powerhouse, dude. Uh, and then Duncanville and Humble Atascacita. So we got some really good games going on today. Hang on. You realize that they're a powerhouse, dude. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> they, it's amazing. It's crazy. 
All right. That's a look at our high school stuff that's going on. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk some Major League Baseball. Jeff Wilson's going to join us and tell us how the billionaires and the millionaires got this thing put together <laughs> and what effect that has on the Rangers and the Astros. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. But first, the voice of the Bears, John Morse. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat from Kansas City, where Baylor men's basketball bows out of the Big 12 tournament and the women begin play today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by, let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. From Kansas City, where the Big 12 men's basketball tournament continues today, but does so without Scott Drew and the third-ranked Baylor Bears. Baylor bounced from the tournament last night with a 72-67 loss to Oklahoma, a 3-of-22 shooting from three-point range, a major culprit in Bears' sixth loss of the season. Baylor now awaits the NCAA selection process to be announced on Sunday on CBS. Meanwhile, the Baylor women, number five in the nation, open play here in Kansas City today as the top seed and the regular season champs. Baylor will take on Oklahoma State this afternoon at 1.30. Coach Nikki Collin just looking for her team's best play in March. You know, we don't, we don't talk a lot about what our seed is going to be or anything like that. I just want to be playing good basketball in March, you know, and I've said that from the beginning that we are going to be better in March than we were in November. And, and I, cause I believe that I wholeheartedly believe that I didn't know if it meant conference championship. What I, what I knew was that if they kept believing that I, I, I feel like I know how to coach this game. Like I, I, I know how to get the most out of people. I know how to put them in position to be successful. And so, you know, if they just kept believing, I, I knew over time that we could gel and, and be a better basketball team right now. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women opening against Oklahoma State this afternoon here in Kansas City on the air at 1 p.m. Tip off at 1.30 here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPNU. Also, Baylor softball drops a 12-3 decision last night to Oklahoma in Hawaii. They'll close tournament play there today against Cal. 
Baylor baseball hosting Columbia for a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. And Baylor women's tennis knocks off TCU 7-love to open Big 12 conference play. They'll host Texas Tech Sunday at 1 at the Herd Tennis Center. Track and field runs at the Big 12 indoor championships beginning today. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. Baylor women's basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 champion Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament Friday in Kansas City. 1 p.m. for the countdown to tip off. 1.30 tip off Friday. Join Sophia Young Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball Derek Smith from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, and you on a Friday morning. TGIF to you and yours from we and ours. And, man, we're glad you're with us. Uh, we're joined now by Jeff Wilson. Follows and covers the Rangers. And, and, Jeff, first of all, we can all breathe a sigh of relief. We've got baseball coming, and we got it coming soon. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably the best, best thing that could have happened yesterday. After that, after Wednesday, they broke off. They looked so close, but then they got their heads sewed back, sewed back on, and and went out there and and kept negotiating that night. And then it just seemed like an inevitability. And um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see major league ball players today. After watching minor leaguers for about five days, nothing against the minor leaguers, but you know these these are the guys that people want to read about coming up what was what was the big stumbling block that they finally got past in your opinion to to get this deal done well you know a lot of i know a lot of people said the international draft but they just kind of tabled that for a few months and um you know they, they'll revisit it in july I, I, I ultimately i think it was the the competitive balance tax got to a a, a good number for the players, an acceptable number. Um, you know, they were they were aiming so high, and uh, too too high, unrealistically high. And I think that's part of the problem. Uh, the, the the players were trying to get too much back this, in this agreement. Um, so, but you know, there, it got to a point where the the young players are are, are going to get their raises. And, and, and that's going to be good. And the, the CBT is high enough where the top earners are still going to get their money. So uh, I, I think that that was probably the balance that had to be hit. And, you know, you got to keep in mind, the executive committee is eight, eight members. Five of them are represented by Scott Boris. So 
definitely the top tiered guys were, in the, were, were were represented in that room. I just wonder how well the, the, the bottom tier guys were. And I think that showed when it came down to the, the final vote. You know, the teams overwhelmingly wanted to get back. They voted 26 to 4 to, to accept the, uh, the new CBA, while the executive committee voted 8 nothing against it. Jeff, it, the new playoff rules in eliminating the play-in game and going to 12 teams uh, in the playoffs, is that a good thing for baseball? Sure, I think so. You know, I mean, you, you kind of you, you look at the last few postseasons, and there's been some really, really, really good games and some really, really good stuff. And, and you know, in 20 with, with uh, COVID, uh, it was a, a, a very expanded postseason. Um, and, and But not everything went 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 with chalk you know that some top seeds lost or struggled and it altered their pitching the rest of the way through the through the playoffs so i and i just think the more exposure the sport gets a sport badly in need of exposure you know the better and and you know expanding the tv package it, it gives the owners a, a win uh gives them a little extra money in their pockets uh but look base, baseball needs as much as much positive stuff as can happen and and if a expanded postseason leads to a little more excitement that that can't hurt Jeff you mentioned COVID there and you know while we're everybody's on our end of the things in America seems to be moving past that and you know adapting and and doing what we need to do in Canada they came out yesterday that unvaccinated players still won't be able to play and that's where Rangers you know they go up to Toronto early on how does that impact um, not just the Rangers but teams in general this year with having to navigate that it's going to be a mess isn't it yeah, you know, and and there, it, I think it would it would probably surprise a lot of people to know how few players got vaccinated. You know, teams had to have a an eighty five percent threshold of their traveling party vaccinated, but that included everybody. All right, that included the trainers and and the equipment guys. A lot, a lot of players were not vaccinated. And uh, I would assume then that they didn't get vaccinated in the off season. So the Rangers are facing in four weeks' time. You know, uh, these players have to decide if they if they want to get vaccinated. And if not, I don't I don't know that there's necessarily operational clarity yet on how that would work. You know, would the Rangers be able to call up a bunch of guys from AAA and put them on the 40 man roster without having to remove anybody from the 40 man roster? So uh, really this is a big deal that that people need to pay attention to because the Rangers on opening day may not be the Rangers uh, on their home opener on, on April 11th. It, it's, it's something to watch for sure. Okay. So Jeff, uh, just again, I don't know if you've had an opportunity. I mean, I, I realize it's, it's a personal choice, but have you spoken to any players and have they told you why they chose not to go that route when they could cost them an opportunity to play? Um, you know, there were, there were some players, uh, who had, who, who caught it before the vaccine. And, uh, I think that they, they thought that they were, uh, you know, had the, had the natural immunity and, and were okay. Um, you know, there, there are others who, um, did not get it because they're trying to start a family and they weren't sure how the vaccines would affect uh, then at the time, uh, from, you know, getting one past the goalie and then, uh, um, other people had, had seen, uh, one player I, I know 
had seen his family get the vaccine and they all got terribly sick. And, you know, it was in spring training when it was first coming out and he didn't want to miss any time. So there, there are a lot of, and, and he had had COVID also. So there are a lot of different reasons for it, but now um, it's, now it's a definite, now it's a de- definite problem. Uh, if it wasn't last year, it definitely is now. Jeff, the free agency opened last night at seven o'clock. Is there anybody Ranger fans should be looking at for the Texas Rangers? Maybe a surprise sign, or are they pretty much set where they're set right now? Well, they're definitely going to try to sign Clayton Kershaw. Um, I, 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 I talked to a couple people this week, um, you know, and and it's that that that's no doubt he is a target. Um, but beyond beyond that, you know. I don't think there are any guarantees that they do uh, sign anybody else. You, you know, they, they would probably like a starting pitcher, but I think they're really zeroed in on, on Kershaw and, and, and what he brings, not just as a pitcher, but the, you know, the, the championship pedigree and the work ethic and all those things. Uh, they really believe that that would trickle down to the, the younger pitchers. And I don't, there's, there's really not another guy out there like them. You know, one name, one name to watch would be Carlos Rodon, the White Sox pitcher who had an amazing bounce back year from injuries. And when he's healthy, is just really nasty. Um, but outside of those two names on the pitching front, I don't think there's a, a guy. And then, uh, you know, free agency position players, uh, Seiya Suzuki, who's from Japan. I, I know that, that there are, People in the in the organization to like them. It's a little bit risky, but it wouldn't be a ton of money. Um, and and then you know there's the trade possibility. Matt Olson's out there, the A's first baseman. So uh, it's going to be a crazy like two weeks. You guys, you know, buckle up. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> hey Jeff, I, we did get a quick question on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. It said, uh, it, it, "How does the new contract, new CBA, how does it affect?" The Rangers and the Astros, the two teams obviously from Texas, does it have any kind of different effect on uh, on the on the two teams from Texas, or is it just MLB in general? Yeah, no. The every, all all teams are and players are treated equally under the 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 new CBA. Um, you know, the, the the one thing that's kind of crummy uh, is that their their opening week they don't get the Yankees to come to town, so. <laughs> They're gonna have to squeeze the Yankees in somehow, some way. But uh, you know, and then hey, that's a that's a blow. You know, don't it's gonna be made up. But to lose to lose for the Rangers case to lose opening day against the Yankees. I mean, that that's a big ticket anyway when the Yankees come to town. But man, I mean, that's that's a blow. So it's good that those games are getting remade um, or will be made up. But no, every, every, everybody's good. One thing one thing about the Astros though, they were one of the four teams that voted against the agreement so so it was the the two new york teams st louis and the astros who voted against it so it'll be pretty interesting to hear uh from their player reps or their player rep what why why they didn't like the agreement i suspect you're going to have writer's cramp over the next few days and we can't wait to read it all tell me how uh, tell our tell our listeners how they can how they can get to you, your stuff sure uh jeffwilson.substack.com uh go there you can sign up for the free newsletter, which will get you some of the stuff. But if you get a paid subscription, five ninety nine a month or $60 a year, you get everything. And uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff, like you said, this week. And there already has been, but there's going to be some, some actual major leaguers speaking. So uh, go, go get your subscription. It'll, it'll last you the whole season, and you won't regret it. 
Jeff, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time today. All right. Anytime, fellas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. I, I, good stuff. And I'm telling you, I, I've, I've told you this a million times. I've got a subscription. I love it. It's Jeff Wilson at Substack.com. And I'm telling you, anything and everything you want to know about the Rangers. Uh, and, and then they do a deal award. <clears throat> I know you'll like this. T.R. Sullivan used to write for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He does a deal where he does a like going down memory lane and looking back at the Rangers. Yeah, um, I'm a member. It's great. It, it's good stuff, isn't it? It is good. See, yeah, see, it caught your attention. <laughs> You're going to keep that membership? Raise that flag, yeah, I like Jeff. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against <clears throat> keeping up with, with baseball, I, but, I mean, again, I'm, I'm still not. He's mad at him. I'm still not over the top. I don't care if they play or play, don't play. I like it. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that. We'll see how long it lasts, but I respect that. <laughs> it did take- Again, I'll go the ballpark to go the ballpark. <laughs> there we go. All right, 15 after 8, it's 8.15. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some more college basketball. We're going to do it in just a second. Hey, do want to remind you that Pioneer Steel and Pipes got a new location coming to Waco and coming soon at Loop 340 South next to uh, next door to uh, Busby Feed. And, man, uh, you know, when you're zipping along Loop 340, you can kind of keep up with the uh, – the progress of the construction. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the uh, the same ownership, the f- same family. It's the Emery's. And, uh, you know, for the longest, John was running it. And now it's Braden's turn at the helm and doing a terrific job getting this thing uh, up and going on the new location. So should be a lot of fun. You know, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time. And they are Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building component distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, they are your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They've got a location in Bryan, and they're also, again, right now at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane here in Waco with the new location on Loop 340 coming soon. They're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and they're open tomorrow, 8 until noon. And, of course, you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Heavy coat needed today as we've got a winter weather advisory to the northwest of Waco, Temple, and Colleen. In all of central Texas, under a wind advisory. Very, very windy today. It'll be cloudy with periods of rain mixed with sleet, even some light snow, especially to our northwest. Temperatures by 5 p.m. falling into the low to mid-30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. (laughs) (laughs) We did something Uh, a little different from this. It's artisanal. Not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu. Not regular old bread. (laughs) The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Saturday and Sunday, March 19th and 20th. Be the first to see and own the all-new-to-market Twisted Creek Ranch at the Sneak Preview Land Sale. Get 10 acres for only $99.9 or a new 1,200-square-foot barn dominium shell in 10 acres for just $159.9. With a prime centralized location between Fort Worth and Austin, this relaxing country retreat offers great features like high-speed fiber optic internet, a gated entrance, electric, and more. Live within minutes of the charming towns of Hamilton and Comanche and be near premier water recreation on Proctor Lake. Don't wait to own 10 beautiful acres in the country for only $99.9 or a new 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell in 10 acres for just $159.9. Excellent land financing is available, so call now 877-333-9413 or visit TwistedCreekTX.com. Prices for a 1,200 square foot barn dough shell and 30 foot by 10 foot covered porch constructed with concrete pad on a 10 acre parcel at Twisted Creek Ranch. Depending on location and setting, additional concrete costs may apply. Special barn dough price available to Lone Star customers only. An equal housing opportunity. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. You know, I will tell you this, and, and not because of the the collective bargaining agreement being signed and all that good stuff, but normally this is, for me, I, I love this time of year. You've got March Madness going on. You've got spring training going on. College baseball is a month into the season, and you know, you guys know how much I love college baseball. Uh uh, to me, this is just a great time of the year. And I still think it's going to be a fun, fun March Madness. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but with six teams in the Big 12, and really there's a possibility that we could get seven out of this league, out of our league. And look, it, it, even if it is six, all six of these teams are really, really good teams. And would it surprise you to see – this, let's just let's just go with the number six right now. Mm-hmm. Would it surprise you guys at the end of next weekend that all six are still standing? Because I'm telling you, for me, it would it, it would not surprise me in the slightest. I think it would surprise me a little bit that all yeah. six are still standing. I, I do. I mean, look, I, no, you know what? I, I think all six could still be standing because the competition 
that they've seen week in and week out. It's just ridiculous. And when you step on the court against somebody else, now the, the only court to that is you're not familiar with these guys. Mm-hmm. They're so, not familiar with you. Well, they ain't going to worry about me. But they will be because you're going to scout them and they're going to scout you. There's going to be film on them like crazy. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is it just you're it would be a little more of a challenge. But at the same time, I think that what you've seen week in, week out has got you prepared for any team that they'll face. Here's what I'll tell you, and Ward, you may disagree from a coaching standpoint, but I think these guys are ready to see somebody other than their fellow conference members. I mean, this is the – Oh, I agree with that. This is postseason. You're in the Big 12 tournament. This is the third time that people are playing each other, Mm -hmm. right? Because you played the round robin, uh, which most conferences don't, but this is a 10-team conference, so you play the round robin, and now you're playing in the postseason tournament. You're playing for the third time. Uh, and, And we all know the physicality of this league and the quality of this league and just how deep this league is. I think they're ready to go play somebody else. I, I I can agree with that, but I also can agree with or just my opinion is, you know, like look at Texas now sitting on the five line. Mm-hmm. They're reeling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. is it because of, you know, the conference has got them reeling a little bit or is it because of they're just in that stagnant mode right now? Now, can they flip the switch? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but, you know, that's sometimes a hard thing to do. I mean, you just – it, it's very difficult to just say, hey, we can go on cruise control, but when it counts, we're going to flip that switch. It doesn't always work like that. So I, I think they're one team to watch and, and kind of keep an eye on and and see if, if they can you know turn this thing around for them. I, I've, I've said this for the last two weeks. It's That's the most interesting team to me because you just – you just you, uh, Garrett was talking about it this morning. You don't know from game to game what you're getting. Heck, you don't know from half to half what you're getting. Not at all. I mean, like, again, yesterday they had a 18 point lead at halftime. Twenty. They built a 20 point lead in the first half, and, and they they score 40 points in the first half, only to score 20 in the second half. They imploded. Half. They well, imploded. Well, that and I mean, look, they were shooting like 30 percent from three. Going into that, nobody expected Texas to be lighting it up from behind the arc the way they did. And no. then that just went and away. And they went cold. It went absolutely. And they had no – plus, Miles started getting rolling. They shut him out in the first half, but once he started getting established, then TCU worked their way back in the game. He got hurt. He goes out. And, and then Texas starts Texas, presses. Exactly. I so, mean, it was, a, it was a perfect storm. So, the five beats the four there. Uh, Oklahoma shoots lights out from three, and, and, and they win that one over the two, Baylor. Uh, Tech just annihilates Iowa State. And, again, Iowa State's another one where you just scratch your head and go, well, you know, some days they're really, really good. And some days they're really, really bad. I mean, you got to – to me, not being able to score the way they do is extremely concerning. And then they'll come the next week and score 80. Yeah. And then they'll go score 30. Yeah, but here of late, they just – they cannot fill the bucket up. No, you're right. And then, of course, uh, you know, I think – I think West Virginia uh, beating Kansas State, they fired their their bullet there, and then they played Kansas. And I mean, that thing was ugly and out early. Look, I still stand by. Don't throw Huggy Bear out of there, man. He was right. His player got hacked twice, mm-hmm. and you're gonna throw him out right early in the game. Come welcome, on, welcome to the Big Twelve. Unless you're bleeding, it's exactly. not a foul. <laughs> that was. I was like, man, come on, don't do him like that, man. So. Who do you like today, uh, TCU and Kansas? Who do you like? I like Kansas. I, I have to like Kansas. I, you you I just, just have to, don't yeah, you? You just have to. I, I'd love to see TCU get oh, yeah. it. yeah. 
I would too. I, I'm just I, with Miles yesterday. I don't know that he's going to be ready to to lead because he's really carried them. Mm-hmm. You know, PV kind of disappeared. Yeah, he did. And so. there was some conversation that he may not even have been. Yeah, I know he kind of got hurt, but there was some conversation that he may not have been feeling well uh, when that game started. Uh, okay, so the other semifinal game today, Oklahoma and Texas Tech. I, I know where you're headed, but I like OU. I do. Do too. you really? Yeah, I like OU in this one. I think you're going to see very similar to yesterday. Tech knows they're in. They're kind of on c- cruise control. And Oklahoma is – look, they're, Oklahoma right now is the, one of the first four out. They're if Oklahoma fighting. gets to the finals, aren't they in this – I think Oklahoma wins today. They're in, hands down. Yeah, they win today. They're in. They're in the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because you just beat Baylor and Tech back-to-back, and then you're more than likely going to see Kansas in the championship. Even if you don't beat Kansas, but it you It still builds them, your resume. That's what I'm saying. It's even an RPI win. Them, yeah, I mean, an RP, it's a win on the RPI side, even though you yeah, lose the game absolutely. on a neutral floor. I, I, you know, OU's fighting for their life right now. I think they get the win tonight. And then I, look, Grove, Tanner with- Groves, I mean, look, he's going to have a big breakout game today. He was he's in foul, foul trouble, trouble all, all day yesterday. He played one of his worst games all year long. Uh, he's going to come out on fire. Now, can his brother go for no, 15 no, no, again? No, no, I mean, no. th- where did that come from, by the way? Make it up for his brother. Yeah, that. Holy up the smokes. That, I mean, you know, sense of urgency. Yeah. I mean, he probably they, got challenged. I mean, you know, they're you feeling know. a sense of urgency from the coaching staff all the way down. All right. But, so Porter Moser, I mean, he, he's a great he's coach, done. by he's the way. He's been here. Yeah. He knows how to get these guys ready. All right, so, again, hey, we got quality coaching and good players in the Big 12. Imagine that. Hmm. Go figure, right? Uh, West Virginia, On the women's side, West Virginia, 20 better than TCU yesterday in Tech uh, over OSU, 73-58. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so, you no, that can't be right. Tech couldn't have beat OSU. No, they lost. Uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, OSU over Tech. Uh, so here's today's schedule. You have Oklahoma and Kansas, West Virginia and Iowa State, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State, and Kansas State and, and Texas. So that's that's what's going on on the women's side. And again, our broadcast will begin at one o'clock today with a one thirty tip as uh, the uh, Baylor women will uh, be in action against Oklahoma State. And look, this is uh, uh, the, they won their twelfth straight conference championship and. This is a team that right now I, I think is playing as well as anybody in the country. I mean, you know, I, I think – is Baylor women a one seed right now? They should be, yeah. I think they are. I, I mean, I you know, uh, and, and there's no question that they're going to be hosting. You know, there's going to be several teams. I, I think Texas is another team that's going to be hosting uh, down, at, down at the Irwin Center. I think they'll get their first two at home. Mm-hmm. I, I think Baylor gets their first two at home. Uh, in this format, uh, uh, right now they got Baylor to two, as a two seed. Mm-hmm. Where they got them? What bracket? They got them over in Wichita. Which, Wichita. which, which? So they'll play their first two in Waco, in, in Waco, and yeah. then on to on to Wichita. The top sixteen right, teams. Right now are they hosting. have Florida, South Dakota, and Montana State coming into town. How about that? Not bad. So there you go. We'll, we'll see. Uh, and again, I don't think that they have to do anything. In in this tournament, I think they want to. And again, this is you know you talk about the men in the seven man rotation. Uh, that's what they that's what they rolled with the entire year. Yeah, the but entire year. The depth isn't there the way it is on the men's side. So I think the, they should cruise. I mean, they'll get pushed maybe, but the, the way they've been playing as of late, nobody can even come close to them. <laughs> They're beating people by yeah. twenty and thirty. So, so we'll see. All right, uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. 
We're going to talk to Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib, get his thoughts on what is going on in the wide, wide world of sports. But, uh, hey, look, if you want to sell your home, you can do it in five days with the Brokerage House. They guarantee to sell it in five days or they're going to buy it. The Brokerage House uh, and Aaron Ryan have a program that will generate offers uh, above market value and multiple offers on your home. And uh, they'll get it done in five days. If you need more information, Contact Aaron at 5daystosold.com. That's the numeral 5, 5daystosold.com. Or you can call Aaron at 817-812-2978. That's 817-812-2978. Aaron Ryan and the fine folks at the Brokerage House. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. You look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere we play, we've had a sellout. And you look at our environment with college game days and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and, and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. Let's City Ranch Boot Company create the perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag for you. With over 30 years in the leather industry, Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Put your company logo on boots or incorporate your ranch brand as a gift for family, friends, and employees. City Ranch Boot Company is located on North River Crossing in China Spring. Locally owned, family operated, Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company. Look for them on Facebook or find them at cityranchboot.com. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Baylor men lost their opening round game at the Big 12 postseason tournament to Oklahoma 72-67. They now wait to find out their March Madness seeding. The Baylor women start postseason play at 1.30 this afternoon against Oklahoma State. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. There will be Major League Baseball. The two sides came to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement. The full 162-game schedule will be played beginning April 7th. Baylor Baseball opens a home weekend series against Columbia today at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 835, welcome back into the program. This is game time, and we are joined by the sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, uh, in your opinion, does the loss last night in the opening round of the uh, Big 12 tournament, does that affect whether Baylor is a one or a two? And if so, what region does what, what effect did it have in your opinion? I think it could have dropped into a two. I mean, it also will depend on what happens, you know, around the country the rest of the weekend. Um, but I always thought it was kind of incredible that Baylor was in the conversation for a one seed, um, just given everything that they sort of endured throughout the year. So, um yeah, I feel like, you know, losing your first game of the Big 12, it could drop them to a two. Uh, but I also think that um, when you're when you're one of those higher seeds, they do try to, um, you know, keep you as geographic as possible. And so I still feel like the door is open there for Baylor to maybe play in Fort Worth in the first you know, a couple rounds and then uh, even potentially in the, in the San Antonio region. So I, that was kind of the question that we, we were debating here and I'm on the short end of the stick. I'm losing two to one here. Uh, would you rather be a one seed in the East and end up in, in Philadelphia in, in week two, or would you rather be a two seed in the South and play in Fort Worth and San Antonio and where you'd have a better opportunity to have fans in the stands rooting for you? I mean, what would your personal preference be? Hard to answer that question without knowing the bracket. I mean, honestly, because, uh, you know, matchups matter. But, uh, you know, I think the, the, you know, simple answer is you'd rather have fans. I mean, you know, uh, if they play in Texas, these first, you know, all the way basically to the final four, um, then they're going to be, you know, pretty loaded with fans. I, I mean, there'll still be Baylor fans wherever they play, but um, obviously you just make it very convenient for your fan base if, if uh, you know, you're in Texas. So, I mean, I think that's what you would want. But if you, you know, if you come back and you see that, oh, man, if we'd have been the one seed over here, we'd have gotten – you know, this particular road or this region that's a little bit easier, then, you know, that might be nice too. When you look at yesterday and able to come home to Waco today, what benefit is that for the Baylor Bears, if any? Uh, 
you know, a couple more days of rest is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, obviously, um, you know, Baylor hasn't won that deal under under Drew and uh, obviously didn't win it last year and went out and won the national championship. So, um, you know, it's it's not like, uh, you know, winning the Big 12 is a must in terms of winning the Big 12 tournament. Um, it's obviously nice, you know. I mean, it's another – uh, another feather in your cap in terms of your resume, but um, but no, for a team that has many injuries as Baylor has, you know, a couple more days rest might not be a bad thing. Bryce, when you look right now, uh, uh, Lenardi has Oklahoma as the on the first four out. Do they need a win over Tech to get in, or is it a win over Tech and then win the the? Do they have to win the tournament to get in? In your opinion, I think probably one more win puts them in and obviously being tech would be a big win. So uh, I think I even saw, and maybe it was Lenardi or I don't know, one of the bracketologists that, that said basically one more win for, for the Sooners and they should be in the field. So, you know, that's, I, I think, I think that puts them in. Uh, on the women's side, does Nikki Collin in the, in the Baylor women, do they need to do anything in your opinion to, uh, to improve the resume or are they pretty much uh, in a good spot? Uh, you know, I think they're in a good spot. Um, you know, again, just like we're talking about with the men, if you go out in your first game, it, you know, it just never looks that good. I mean, um, so, you know, you put, if you put up one win, I think, and then maybe if you lost in the semis or, or lost in the championship game, I don't really think that affects, uh, you know, where they're going to put Baylor too much on the women's side. What What do the women have to get accomplished in this Big 12 tournament to get ready for the NCAA tournament? Well, you know, that's, to me, that's a great question because, uh, like, I asked that question, you know, different sport, but uh, to Baylor baseball yesterday in terms of, you know, other than winning, what do you want to get accomplished out of this Columbia series, you know, before Big 12 shows up? And, and so, you know, there's always things that you can work on, uh, you know, within the game, uh, you know, that, that needs shoring up. And uh, and so probably, you know, other than wins, I mean, I think just keeping the momentum kind of going in the forward direction, I think is big for, for Nikki Collins' team. Bryce, I know just how big a Ranger fan you are, so we got baseball <laughs> back in so. – I know you're excited about that and, and going going to Arlington to watch watch Ranger baseball. Uh yeah. I, I will be making my first trip to uh Globe Life is it park uh for the uh, Big Twelve baseball tournament this year. I have not been to the new uh the Rangers new field, so Oh, we got a great uh, place. <laughs> well, I also did so I did write uh when when they first you know, however many years ago, announced that they were uh, going to that that park. Um, I did write that. You know, it's about time. And I know a lot. Of, that was an unpopular opinion because a lot of people were like, "What's wrong with the ballpark?" You know, it's a, and, and uh, I've seen you know a lot of games at the ballpark, uh, and certainly it was aesthetically uh, a, a beautiful place. That you know, I mean. And, you know, it wasn't run down or anything like that. But holy crap, it was so hot there in, in you know, August or, you know, mid-July or whatever. 
give me air conditioning. Shoot. I mean, uh, I think having that option is huge. We talked about it a million times. There's, It's a great place in April, May, and even into early June. But once it starts to toast up, man, that can that can be a oven. And, you know, I'm with you. I like the idea of having the um, the, the AC set at 72. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, let's see. What what are you guys working on uh, for the trip? Uh, obviously, you got uh, you got coverage from Kansas City. Yeah, both John and Chad are in KC. I'll be here. Uh, we briefly talked about you know Baylor baseball. I'll be here covering them, and then uh, you know another uh, big thing happening this weekend is the uh, Texas Sports Hall of mm-hmm. Fame bank is uh, tomorrow. So I'm planning on uh, going to that as well. Uh, another you know star-studded class with uh, you know Chris Bosh and Tony Parker and RG3. I mean it's uh, you know and I you know I could go all down the list. I mean. Um, some excellent women candidates made it as well. Stacy Sakura and Carly Patterson and uh, Susie Snyder Eppers. I was really excited, you know, for her. Um, she was one, you know, just going pulling the curtain back a little bit. I'm on the selection committee, and she was one I nominated. So um, I was glad to see her make the make the cut. Bryson, when you look at that class, if you only had one opportunity to watch one of those individuals for their biggest moment. Who would it be? Mm, wow. Heck of a question. Yeah, that really is. Golly, that is a hard question. Because um, you talk, you're talking about some amazing, amazing careers. Uh, I mean, obviously, my mind goes to basketball because I'm such a big basketball fan. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard to, to get past RG3 and the high of the moment when, you know, when I stood there – uh, on the sideline and watched that happen and, uh, you know, felt the electricity in that, in that game against Oklahoma. And, um, you know, I'll, heck, I'll never forget the reaction, um, just seeing the reaction of Baylor fans as he won the Heisman when they made that announcement. That was, uh, it was a big moment for, for that football program. So, um, you know, I guess I'll make a, a local answer there and say say Robert Griffin, but golly, I don't want to I don't want to miss any of their careers. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. None of them are, man. We hey, we were talking to Jay Black yesterday, and he said there was four tickets left. So, uh, I, I'm I'm thinking it's probably a sellout today <laughs> with, yeah. with only four tickets available, which is which is yeah. really cool that uh, that the community is going to turn out like that. Absolutely, and um, and that's with a couple of the original, you know, class members that weren't able to make it for you know different reasons, Manu Ginobili and and Michael Strahan. But again, uh, even when when you have you know a couple that that aren't uh, aren't able to make it, you just kind of go down to the next person on the list, and you're like, wow, they're an incredible name as well. Wow, you know, I mean. And and we get a lot of that where people are like, why isn't so-and-so in the Hall of Fame? Well, it takes a long time to get in because there's just so many worthy candidates. I mean, even a guy like Chris Bosh, who, um, I mean, I saw a list the other day that was listing the best uh, basketball players who were born in every state in the, in the United States. And they listed Chris Bosh as the best Texan and obviously he's got an incredible resume 
uh, incredible, you know, three-time NBA champion, all that. Um, but he, it was like his third time on the ballot before he got in. I mean, just it, like I said, it it just takes a while because there's just so many great athletes. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate you being with us, and uh, thanks so much for your time. Yep. Talk to you later, guys. See you later. That's Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribune Herald. It's 846, 14 away from 9. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, at 201 West Loop 340. Uh, just down from Highway 84. Look, they got a great selection of vehicles from uh, Jeep Cherokees to to the Lone Star Edition Ram trucks. And they also got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles right now. And, of course, they do an outstanding job when it comes to, to service. I mean, it is, it's, it's the trifecta. New vehicles, pre-owned vehicles, and a great service department. Not sure what else you would want. Uh, other than that, and again, they do a tremendous job with the, with their service department. They got they got uh, techs there that, uh, well, what they do for you is when you when you drop your car off, then you're assigned uh, one of these uh, consultants, and they keep you posted on the progress of your vehicle. I mean, the last thing you is my car ready? Is my car? You don't have to worry about that because you're being contacted, and they'll do it by. Email, phone, text, whatever the case may be, and they'll keep you posted on all of the work that's going on in the service department for your vehicle. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Again, they're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend in the car business. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears now await their marching orders from the NCAA from the selection show on Sunday. Follow the Bears through March Madness here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. 
where I would be without them. I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOTH. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Baylor men lost their opening round game at the Big 12 postseason tournament to Oklahoma 72-67. They now wait to find out their March Madness seeding. The Baylor women start postseason play at 1.30 this afternoon against Oklahoma State. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. There will be Major League Baseball. The two sides came to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement. The full 162-game schedule will be played beginning April 7th. Baylor Baseball opens a home weekend series against Columbia today at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.51, 9 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and it is time for the grab bag. And we're going to start with baseball. Uh, the, uh, the series with Columbia has been shifted again, and this time due to the potential for inclement weather. So it is a doubleheader tomorrow at 2 o'clock, 145 for the warm-up show, 2 o'clock for the first pitch, and that's going to be over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 93.3 FM and in, in, uh, 13.30 a.m. 93.9, I beg your pardon, and 13.30 a.m. Uh, and then uh, Sunday afternoon, the series will conclude at 3 p.m. So it'll be a 2.45 warm-up with a uh, 3 o'clock first pitch. So keep that in mind. And that will also be over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We have basketball for you today here on ESPN Central Texas. The uh, Baylor women taking on uh, Oklahoma State. The Cowgirls, it is a 1 o'clock Pre-game with a 1.30 tip, and uh, Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm will have the uh, the call of that one. Guys, uh, I guess we're all in agreement that unless something crazy happens, that uh, that Baylor should come away with yet another trophy by the by the time uh, Sunday afternoon rolls around. Oh, yeah. Get Baylor by 20 today, and they'll cruise. I agree. You, you're in? You're all in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. There you go. And we all are in agreement that we're all excited about April the 7th, which is now the opening day for Major League Baseball. We're all in agreement there. Have yeah, fun I'm with that. Stocked <laughs> up on fireworks. Can't wait. <laughs> you guys, you're killing me here. I'll be at a track meet. You're, I'll be watching hockey, probably. Yeah, you probably will. Uh, you're, you're killing me here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there is softball coming up this afternoon at 4.15 as Baylor concludes their four games in Hawaii. Uh, got beat yesterday by Oklahoma 12-3, to and Glenmore was none too pleased with uh, with the outcome of that one. And even though it was Oklahoma, it was a non-conference game. They they ended up in the same tournament 
And so, therefore, they played each other in the tournament there in Hawaii, but uh, it did not count in the conference race, obviously. So, uh, But it does give you an idea of where you are with teams within your league, and they got beat 12-3. to And I'm pretty sure going into that, they, they knew. You know, you could – whether you want to say it or not, you probably had Oklahoma circle in the back of your mind knowing more than likely we're going to meet them here. Well, that's what – I mean, you schedule and you play your non-conference schedule to prepare for league Absolutely. play. So when, when they saw that, that you know, Oklahoma is going to be a travel partner to this tournament in uh, in Honolulu, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, – but, uh, you know, Baylor gets beat uh, pretty soundly 12-3 to by Oklahoma. Oklahoma played at four uh, – uh, Oklahoma was able to win the game twelve to three, uh, and again, that's uh, you know that's the number one team in the country. So uh, that, that gives you a measuring stick of where you are. But to, uh, even even at that, Glenn Moore was was not uh, was was not very pleased. He said seeing the positives may be difficult after a loss like that. So uh, gives him an idea. But they're back in action today, four fifteen for the pregame, four thirty for the first pitch, and that game will be over on our sister station, Cool 101.3 FM, and uh, we'll have that one for you right here uh, on our family of radio stations, 101.3 FM, 4.15 for the pregame, 4.30 for the first pitch as Baylor will uh, will play softball and wrap up their stay in Honolulu. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us here uh, on this uh, Friday morning. Uh, many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program, RJ Achua, Jeff Wilson, and Bryce Cherry. And uh, thanks to you for being with us as well. We'll do it again on Monday, talking some basketball, talking about the NCAA tournament. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. We'll see you Monday.